Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Hawaii recording artist and entertainer Makana continues to put out wonderful music that is based in slack key guitar stylings, but continues to evolve the indigenous Hawaii art form of guitar playing, learned from skilled masters and continuously shared with the world. We talk with Makana about his brand new release, Pulama, Legacies of Hawaii, and the concert he will have at the Waikiki Aquarium. Who brought him to Bobby Madero Jr. to learn slack key? When did music start for him? Who are other teachers that are also slack key masters of Makana's? I'm Billy V, and this is Island Beat. And before we start the interview, Makana shares a little bit of slack key guitar to start us off. Thank you for being with us. Good to see you, my brother. It's been wonderful because, well, it's been a long time. Those two years are a black hole for many people. And then you released the <laughs> album with a whole bunch of just wonderful music that was just like a soundtrack. Oh, yeah, that's right. With what Waikiki in it. Um, and that was called a Hawaii interlude. I forgot about that. Yes, that was a wonderful. I still use that when I go to places and play music and stuff like that. Awesome. So. Um, welcome to the show. You've got new music and you are playing live where people can see you and say hello. And so that's wonderful. Yeah, this new um, album that I just released, it's called Pulama Legacies of Hawaii. And this is one of those albums that harkens back to my roots. Uh, I would say the closest thing I've done, because people ask me, how many albums have you done? I have no idea at this point. Uh, but in 2003, I did a traditional slack key album called Kiho Ala Journey of Hawaiian Slack Key, Remember? where I honored a lot of the masters that came before me, and I also showcased my own emerging style. In this album, it's kind of like Kiho Alu too. It's 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 honoring all of these heroes of mine that influenced me, from George Helm to Dennis Kamakai to Gabby to Sonny, Uncle Raymond, Ledka Apana, all these different musicians, the Casimiros, Peter Moon. But also, it's it's very dear to my heart because it's in the legacies of Hawaii. It's also honoring the legacy of my parents, who both passed away during the pandemic. So this is a profound expression of love. This album is, and and the whole album was recorded in one session without any edits, no overdubs. It's totally opposite of the record that you were talking about. That one was a very fancy professional. Record. It was just there was everything from strings to just different genre beats and and all these. This record is totally honest. It's just the kika 
and the ukulele and my voice, nothing else, no edits, nothing. So it's just totally from the heart. Talk a little bit about the songs here. I'm, I'm going to ask you, because sure. I have not heard this yet. I've just gotten this into my hands. Uh, there's a song. The very first song is Waika. Waika. So Waika was my mom's favorite hula. You know, it's 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 a classic that the Casamaros recorded, and it's taken from the chant Hole Waimea. And it really, ironically, speaks to her life, the, the lyrics of the unrequited love. So it's profound. There's a lot of kauna in the record. The slack key songs I did are, are songs I grew up with, Silver Threads Among the Gold. This is an old Leonard Kwan classic that actually it's a it's an american love song from the 1800s it was like one of the first pop songs ever but leonard put it into slack key so tributing him uh radio hula of course uh, uh kalapana style pops gabby alikoki is very interesting here i did something that is uh, kind of radical i rewrote the music i said well why would you rewrite the music to that song a very famous song recorded by dennis pavao and all these people there was a time in Hawaiian music, if you go back to the early 20th century, and it was really exploding in popularity around the world. It was kind of like the first world music craze ever. And so all of these people from the East Coast, they call it Tin Pan Alley, were influencing Hawaiian music. At that time, the sound was this American swing jazz pop sound. So today, when we think of Hawaiian music, we still associate that with the tradition, but you go in and listen to the lyrics, read the lyrics, you realize, oh, this is a heavy song. Unrequited love of Luna Lilo and Kamamalu. And he's, he's almost wailing of the pain and loss, the eha. So the music reflects that. See, that, and that's deep. That's really diving into the meanings of the song and where it comes from. Totally. And, you know, there's an essay online by uh, Kihei De Silva. It's fascinating about this song. I didn't even read it until after I did this. But, you know, it takes a lot of, um, I guess my mom, like my mom, you knew my mom. My mom had this, uh, I don't even know the word, chutzpah, <laughs> yep. to do things like this. But, you know, part of my kuleana in Hawaiian music is recognizing that tradition is a living entity. You know, tradition isn't just about looking back and trying to mimic and if we do that, I think we fail the tradition. The tradition has to breathe. It has to... And so looking back, and it's not about glorifying the past. It's about really loving the past. And, and so in some of the songs, I go back and I, I nourish them with a the new energy. One of the songs that really is uh, dear to me is inspired by George Helm, written by Helen Deshaie Beamer, is Kimo Henderson Hula. Mm. So I did that, and I think that uh, listeners who've been with me a long time will go, wow, his voice, his voice. Because I've been taking lessons during the pandemic from Christian Lay, our very own Broadway star. Right. Amazing Filipino woman. And she has really, really, I've never worked with my voice in my life. It was always about Kihualu. So I just want to honor her. And this record is very inspired by the work we've done. Why Christian Lay? 
and, and I, I know her uh, from both the personal and the professional mm -mm. points of view. And she is dynamic, and, and what she continues to do is amazing. But how did you find? Well, we met a long time ago, and she was actually good friends with my mom as well, and I'm good friends with her family. But, you know, I have been working on a musical for a few years. It's almost Pau. It's about Hawaii. And one of the songs is actually on this album. It's called Aloha Found. And all her experience of Broadway, and she works so well with Keiki. Mm-hmm. She works so well, and you know, I'm a big kid. So we sat down on the FaceTime, and we just started doing these, these coaching sessions, and it really, really affected my life in a profound way. How did working on your voice, how did that change things for you? Just because I, I would have never have thought that you would be working on your voice, but it makes sense. Totally. Well, I mean, you know, I started my career in the Honolulu Boy Choir when I was like seven. Right. Right. But your voice changes. And so then I met Bobby Modero, Raymond Kane, Uncle Sonny Chillingworth, became all my kumu. And this is a crazy story, but I realized, let me tie into what happened two weeks ago. Coming back from my tour, toward the, toward the mainland, an incredible tour, haven't toured in three years, opened the guitar case. My treasured guitar, you remember, that was from Uncle Sonny, stolen, missing for 12 years, got it back, got it we back. did a whole story crushed totally crushed <laughs> so i'm i'm looking at this and i'm i'm like in tears you know like this is my best friend process 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 had to do six shows in four days on Kauai that weekend had to do molokai do all these things and playing with this backup guitar realizing that i've been hiding behind the guitar my whole career you know this is a profound thing you know we look at artists as these icons, you know, and they just pump out music. But artists are, 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 I think our real job is to be as human as possible. Yeah. And so we just happen to do it on a stage. And so for me, this process and for my fans, letting them know that like, wow, closing a chapter, but it's opening a very special new chapter with my Leo. So this, this record is the beginning of that. And where I'm going next, nobody can tell. Wow, that's deep. So how do you feel after these experiences and how do you feel now after having done this work on, you're always working on the guitar, Hi. but now you've worked on voice, you've developed a deeper understanding in yourself. I have, it's been profound. You know, like I said, with my parents passing away and Really, so many people, you know, we just played uh, Bobby Madero's mom's services and, and a year ago, his father too. Grief has become part of my, my journey deeply. And what I tell people is, in the way I see the world, grief is the root of joy. If you can allow yourself to grieve, you can truly experience joy. But if you truncate that grief, you try to deny it or just, we get busy in our lives. We do so much stuff. And it kind of like time moves on and then you just kind of put those feelings away. Aole. Then you cannot feel all that Akua is trying to give you. So for me, this journey is really about that umeke is growing bigger and bigger. Like on the dark side, there's the grief and then there's the joy. And that's in the music. You will hear this in the music.
I'm weird. I, you know, let's just <laughs> let's just put this out here right now. <laughs> I'm very strange. Um, I I I I try to be as human as possible. What do I mean by that is like, so every show on this tour, I committed one thing to myself. I wouldn't do the same show. You said, why? You know why? Because. That's how much I trust my audience. When I walk out, I immediately start feeling. I don't care if it's like a spotlight in my face. It's pitch dark. I cannot see anyone. I start feeling the audience. Now, of course, I play some of the same songs from the album to share what I'm putting out. But the show is entirely different. And new songs every time and new stories. Every show was totally different. And I'll tell you what. This is a crazy story. But, you know, I love my crazy stories. I'm doing a Mother's Day show. And again, my mom passed away, you know, t late 2019, right at the beginning of the pandemic. So I'm doing this show Mother's Day. I'm really emotional. All these people brought their moms. And I get on stage. I did a sound check. It was so beautiful. I'm so excited. This venue in California sounds epic. You know, when the sound is good, you get really excited to right. play. Right, right, right. Okay. Start playing. And the sound is totally messed up. Like, the guy went change everything. It's just like, I can't even hear myself. I'm, so I went right to Hyena. And, you know, that, you know if, if the musician goes straight to Hyena, you know, get on problem. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> so I go straight to Hyena. I call a guy out right on stage. I never did this in my whole career. I said, what, brah? What? Where you stay, brah? You let me come up there scrappy right now, brah? What? Bro, you would mess up my show, bro. bro. Right in front of the audience, bro. I lost my, I just lost it. Never in my 30 years of performing. Okay, so I move on, move on. Kind of energy is kind of like, ooh, it's kind of tense, you know? So about four songs later, I have an epiphany. I, you know what, everyone? I got to apologize. Ikalamai, that was unprofessional. I'm so sorry, Mr. Sound Guy. You know, that was uncalled for. And I realized I was channeling my mom. If Billy remembers, you know, my mom, who was Miss Waikiki, Miss Hawaii International, yes. she was a performer, right? And she was the ultimate stage mom. And God bless her. I wouldn't be here without her. Exactly. I love her. And this album is dedicated to her. But that was my mom. She would come on stage with her Zoloft and her champagne and just, you know, like grab the mic and just say any kind. And so at that point, what happened was so transformational because I told the audience, I said, you guys came here for Mother's Day show. You you think that was going to be this whole, no, we're keeping it real. Like we wouldn't be here without moms, but it's complicated. And by the end of the show, the whole place was crying. Like we were all crying. It was so transformational. And so that's what I'm talking about is when you go on stage, yeah, you have a plan. You have a loose structure. You want to share certain things. But you, true performers, you know, and this is something that from my generation and the generations before is we didn't grow up on YouTube. You know, we grew up in front of people playing Dukes, you know, since I was 15. Right. Pier Bar, Aloha Tower since I was 14. Roy since I was 12. And so that's the art form for me is going up and being transparent with the audience. And it allows you to engage with them and have a conversation of not only music, but just something to walk away with as if you've had a personal conversation. And that's what people walk away with is the stories, the emails I get, the messages, the DMs. It's like profoundly transformational. And that's what this album is about. You know, we talk about Hawaiian music, right? And it's like, okay, it's beautiful music, but it's something more. And for a lot of the people who don't olelo, we have to try to reach them in a different way. And that's where I believe that Hawaiian music can heal the world. And this song... 
On this album, Aloha Found was inspired by Pilahi Paki, the kupuna who talked about Aloha as being the answer to the world's problems. So she's a big inspiration here. You came here searching for sunshine, white sandy beaches for miles. Coming up, you are going to be performing over at the Waikiki Aquarium. And they are opening the doors and having a public performance because they used to have Kekani Okikai in the summer times all the time. It was like once a month. Uh, but those were concerts that were always packed. So they are doing that again. And you are going to be there. But it's not only you, as I understand. Now, this is going to be really special. This is the closing of my tour for now until the fall. It's my only show on Oahu. And it is celebrating the release of this album, Pulama, Legacies of Hawaii. But I have many special guests. What June 30 at the Aquarium is really about for me, it's not about me. It's about honoring their legacy by inviting so many friends who are part of that legacy, that ho'oilina. And that's why I wanted to be surrounded by all my friends is because this is a community effort of keeping this this beautiful tradition alive, whether it's mele, oli, hula, hakumele, leo ki eke, kiho alu, ukulele, steel guitar, all of these different styles. It's like, this is our kuleana. And after this, get ready, brah, because I'm going to do me. I got so much music I've been waiting to put out of my own. Okay, so in other words, the pandemic has been a place where you've kind of started to make think create choke brah choke hundreds of songs ready to go once again pulama legacies of hawaii and then of course go see him and support him you are going out in the road and you'll have that on the website those when you go back out in the fall oh yeah yep everything will be out on the and then and you know there's a lot of exciting things happening toward the end of the year but i'm headed out of the country uh to uh latin america i'm gonna go study the roots of Kihualu with the vaqueros mm. and i heard i'm going to mexico and chile i heard that chile has their own slack key so i'm going to the universities and meeting with professors and very excited to go back into the roots even deeper ah researching diving deeper That's into right. the culture and into the past but bringing it forward makana thank you so much it is always we share these stories whenever we sit together like this and it's just amazing. Um, I appreciate the thought and 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 what comes from your na'o when you talk about music and things that are passionate and that passionate connection with people. So continued success to you. Mahalo nui. Mahalo nui. Aloha, everybody. Thank you. Mahalo to Makana. And mahalo to you for listening to Island Beat. Just a reminder, catch my live stream Friday afternoons, 3 o'clock p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time on youtube.com slash V and on Hawaii News Now's Facebook page. And to listen to any one of our shows anytime and anywhere you go, head to hawaiinewsnow.com slash podcasts. Mahalo mapono. Aloha ahui ho.